Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we are talking about two very important emotions, grief and love. Yes, grief is love. I hear you saying, what? You mean grief and love can be spoken about in the same sentence? You mean grief can be loving? What an interesting statement. Well, maybe not in the moment. Grief doesn't feel like love. Yet, grief can help you return to a place of love. Grief is love in that sense. We all love love. We all love love, right? But with love comes its opposite. How will you know and appreciate love if you never experience its opposite? Anything that's easy is usually taken for granted and not cherished. I was always told as a child, the opposite of love is fear. I think it's safe to say most of us grew up hearing this phrase, God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love. And that saves to me, it's all about love. That's what you want to aim for. You want to aim for love. So fear, although will be necessary from time to time, fear shouldn't be the driving force in your life. It shouldn't be in the driver's seat. I read this message recently. It was written to fear. It read, fear, I recognize and respect that you're part of this family. So I will never exclude you from our activities. But your suggestions will never be followed. You are allowed to have a seat at the table. You are allowed to leave a voice. But you are not allowed to have a vote. You are not allowed to touch the roadmaps. You are not allowed to suggest a detour. Above all, fear. My dear and old familiar friend, you are absolutely forbidden to drive. And this was written by Dr. Elizabeth Gilbert. Wise words, right? Fear is expected. It's normal. But the key is to not allow it to run the show or take the driver's seat. 
Yet it is important to recognize it when it shows up. When fear shows up, know that it's there because it's there for a reason. Get the lesson, get the reason, know what it's teaching you, release it and move on. Don't allow fear to take lead in your life. And usually what you are fearing is not true anyway. Also, remember this, healthy fear is necessary to keep you safe. Unhealthy fear is there to keep you stuck. Okay, now back to grief is love. Grief is the price you have to pay for love. Many of you have loved so deeply the person who's no longer with you. You love them so deeply that you're willing to endure the pain, endure the grief for months, for years, maybe even decades, maybe to the point of sorrow, sorrow that leads to poor health. Yes, grief can cause health problems if not done correctly. Now, that's another episode, not this one. Grief will come and go. It wants to love on you. I know it really doesn't feel like love. Absolutely, it doesn't feel like love. It feels like pain, but that pain is there to let you know you're not okay, to let you know it's time to take care of your heart. And the easiest thing to do is to allow it to hurt and mend itself back to love. Allow that grief to hurt, feel the pain, and then allow it to mend you and take you back to a place of love. I get that this is not easy for a lot of people. I get that it's not the case for a lot of you. Many of you are refusing to grieve. You've experienced many losses. Some of those losses you have grieved, but there are others that you have not grieved. And you can't seem to feel this grief or get close to the grief that's present for you this time around. You know the grief is there, but you continue to push it down. Now, how many of you have seen or maybe experienced this firsthand? A loved one dies. Everyone around you is in excruciating pain and sorrow, but you are numbed. You are not showing any emotions, or at least that's what it looks like to others. And maybe it looks and feels like that to you. You are numb to your reality of this loss, and it's a significant loss in your life. But what if you are grieving? What if you did grieve, and it just doesn't look the way others think it should look? And you too think you're not responding to the loss in the right way. Is it possible that you think you can't handle the feelings if they come up? Is it also possible that if you allow yourself to listen to this statement differently this time, there will be a major shift in the way you see grief and the way you think about grief, your beliefs about grief. You might shift your beliefs. So here's the statement. Grief is love. 
Grief is love. Does that resonate deeply in your soul as truth this time around when you hear me say it? Grief is love. If you grieve, it will be an act of love, not only for yourself, but also for the person you lost. Grief can, if you allow it to, walk you back to your true self, which is love. Let me share this another way. I said earlier, grief is the price to pay for love. So grief can be the emotion for you to express and experience yourself more deeply as you continue loving your loved one. If you don't grieve, you might suffer, mourn and sorrow longer than you would like to. Now that's called complicated grief. And that place you might experience a sense of stuckness, loss of self, loss of purpose, and without a clear vision for your future. So what will you choose? Self-love or self-suffering? Are you feeling invisible? Are you sliding through life feeling hopeless and wishing someone would come along and save you? Is it time to stop wishing and time to get busy living life, creating what you desire, living a victorious life of fulfillment in a community with other compassionate hearts, healing, growing, transforming into your greatest potential. Sign up now for the next course, Growing Through Grief System, a holistic and compassionate approach to limitless growth and healing. Visit www.coachingtotheheart.org to learn more. Celebrate yourself, your life, and your legacy. We are growth seekers, mastering the game of life and creating a different reality beyond grief and loss. Here's a question to ask yourself. Ask yourself, do I have a moral responsibility to keep my loved one alive through my words and my actions? Does it feel more loving for me to speak about, to think about often, and to honor my loved one who's no longer here with me? Now, I realize this would be different for everyone. Many individuals build their life purpose around the person they lost. Others have their own personal and private experiences with their special person. But regardless, you know grief is the right thing to do. You know it's there. And this is the right thing to do no matter the type of relationship you had with that person. Not grieving can be detrimental to your health and other areas of your life. Everyone I ever worked with, including myself, says grief supported them in returning to a place of love. I mentioned earlier, you might grieve longer than you would like to, but you will know when it's time to shift the way you're holding, the way you're grieving your loved one. That wisdom is inside of you. No one else knows the time or the place you will shift and hold that loss differently. If anyone tries to convince you when it's time to stop or start grieving, just say thank you and remind them 
you are not on their timeline. This is your relationship with your person and your time schedule. I decided years ago that I would use grief and not allow grief to use me. I use grief to comfort and lead myself back to a place of safety and trust. Trust that I would be okay. And the outcome, the results continue to be better than I ever imagined for myself. Yes, we all want the pain to go away. And many people share with me that they want to be the person they were before they lost their loved one. And this is what I say to them. That's the person who's crippled in pain right now. That's the person who's not able to move forward or willing to process and get out of the grief. That's the person who is afraid to touch the grief. That's the person who knows that grief is there. That's the person who knows the grief is right underneath the surface. That's also the person who's afraid to go deeper. Now, do you want to return to that person or do you want to grow into a more connected person who's living a life of freedom? The possibilities are limitless if you choose to experience grief on a deeper level. You will likely tap into some places you never knew were there. So you're not returning to the person you were before, but to a more profound, peaceful, lighter you. Why? Why do I say this? Because I think it's because you are not only releasing and clearing out some of the trauma from the current loss, but you're also willing to process and let go of unresolved trauma and grief of the past. You are slowly walking yourself back to the person you were meant to be, the person you were born to be before life started happening to you. Now, that's number one. You're simply continuing to love your loved one after they're gone. And you're loving them through a normal process, which is grief and whatever other forms of healing you choose. But don't stop there. Let's go beyond loving your loved ones. What about loving yourself? What about love for yourself? Love is the most powerful force there is. So be intentional about loving yourself as you love your loved ones. Empower the relationship you have with yourself. I mentioned earlier, you will likely remember other losses and unresolved grief. Now may be a great time to be with all of that. A true fact, in my experience working with clients, they come to me because they've lost a loved one, they've gotten a divorce, they've lost a job, other losses. But they quickly realize that there are other losses painfully lingering in their heart. And this new insight causes a shift in their mindset immediately. They choose to let it all in. And guess what? They are expanded in their experiences. They are expanded in their life for doing so. Growth is not always easy. There will be some uncomfortable moments. 
Your grief process will likely be painful, yet you know it's the right thing to do. So love yourself, cuddle yourself, listen to songs for yourself, sing songs to yourself, be present with yourself, ask for help for yourself. Do your best to have deep love for yourself. Listen to yourself without moving so quickly, looking for the next answer. Believe in love. Be with what comes before the love. Yes, you can grieve in one moment and be in love the next. So have a strong desire to return to love. When you do, it will change those other things, those other emotions, grief, worry, fear, doubt, guilt. It will change them and move you to a place of love. So believe in love. God can't change the thing if you don't believe in it, if you're not willing to surrender to it. Wake up every day knowing you can do anything. You can cry, you can be sad one moment and love and be in love the next. Love yourself deeply. Deep love is so sweet. Even if you are experiencing grief and you feel uncomfortable in the moment, that too is an act of love. And you will find your way back to the type of love that feels warm, comforting, and safe. The future is waiting for you. You're still here. You can have both love for your loved one who's no longer here and love for yourself. I call it the both and method. Choose to not fall out of love with yourself for extended periods and choose to take baby steps. Celebrate every moment. Celebrate every day, even the moments in the days that are very uncomfortable. You made it through. How do I know this? because you're listening to my voice. You received a breakthrough and lived through it to listen to words of encouragement about grief and love. Be like the butterfly. Get your breakthroughs, become a butterfly. The butterfly knows when it's ready to fly and so will you. Blossom through celebration, continue to grow. You deserve the best. You deserve good for yourself and for others. If you celebrate life, life will be a celebration. I want to say that again. If you celebrate life, life will be a celebration. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.